chance of winning, especially when you're looking at the the the, the teams they're playing. Because normally no, in the past, Memphis today. would be getting drilled by Southern Miss, and you would think that the Tigers would be able to drill Northern Iowa. But uh, Memphis has never been. I don't know why people are so sur- world. I don't know why people are so surprised. Memphis basketball has never been good at playing in ballrooms. What? Oh well, yeah, they, they, I don't know if they've ever that, played in a ballroom. That, that is a little weird, funny kind of setup. Um, Should they have practiced like at the uh, at the uh, ballroom on the second floor of the on-campus Holiday Inn to get ready for this? Um, sure. <laughs> they should have done something because obviously what they did, it, it, it's not helping. All right, we are going to be your alternate pregame show uh, leading up to the Tigers at high noon. We're talking a lot of Memphis Tigers in the first hour, and we will touch also on the Grizzlies. We're here till, till, till 11, uh, till 1 o'clock, from 11 to 1, as we are each and every Saturday. We're going to give you your chance, though. Usually at high noon, we play hang up and listen, where we open up the phone lines. But I know the entire city is anxious to uh, get in their thoughts on Tiger basketball in the in the chaos that has erupted over the past a uh, few days. Nobody expected them to lose their first two games. Maybe they uh, after the first I don't know. game. I don't they know. Possibly after their they first would. two games, you were starting to wonder, like, what's going on with this team? Right, but after that, so I thought VCU was a possible loss. But you shouldn't lose to Minnesota. You shouldn't lose to uh, you. They lost to Lionel Hollins' kid. They they lost to uh, yeah. I mean, they just they lost to a former coach of Kentucky. Uh, they weren't nobody too upset about that. It's just it's just all kind of bad. We will we will talk about it uh, throughout the first hour. Take your phone calls at eleven thirty with a special edition of Hang Up and Listen. Yep. Uh, so you so you get your phone calls in, get your thoughts. I I know there's there's so much that you, people are thinking about, and we've got part of the prize this week on Hang Up and Listen. You you can't have the opportunity to go see the Memphis Tigers play. We have Tiger basketball tickets, so we'll see if there's much of a demand uh, for that. Uh, as well, but um, also still to come in the program, we will. Greg Akers is going to join us in hour number two. He's joined us the last Saturday of every month, and he's going to tell us what Justin Timberlake movies we should be watching out for uh, on Netflix and at the movie theaters and all of that. He's going to recommend Justin Timberlake movies. Uh, it's a Justin Timberlake themed edition of the Greg Akers segment coming up at twelve thirty today. J- Joey Selapek has submitted his official forecast for the final. Tiger football game of the season. How cold will it be today at Liberty Bowl Memorial Stadium when the Tigers kick off around 3.30? That game's also on t- TV. That's on CSS. We're talking about two of the worst <laughs> channels. No offense to CSS. Yeah. But for your program, so, I mean, they're on TV today. You've got a, one's on, a, on AXS and one whatever. I don't even know what the At least they're on TV. Is it AXS? <clears throat> at least Without they're on TV. Well, at least they're on TV. One's on Axis yeah. and one is on CSS. So if you don't have Comcast, you can't. If you have Comcast, you can't get the basketball game. And if you if you uh, don't have Comcast, you can't get the football game. So good luck. Yeah. Hopefully, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, look, just just uh, you know, just go to a you know, just go to a bar if you don't have both. Go to a bar that has both. Sit there and. Um, Watch your Tigers team embarrass themselves, probably, and then go and then just stay there and, and then you know just wipe those tears away with the uh, victory from the Memphis Tiger football team. All right, you've already said it. Better chance for victory today. You are giving it to the Memphis football. Team. Yeah, I mean, the, they the, battle I mean, winless Southern Miss today. It's an exciting. They're playing well. They're, they're playing. The, the football team's playing well. The football team is improved. Like they, they're showing that you know the coaching is, the coaching is there. The coaching is making them better. The coaching is making them improve. So you finally, I'm so glad today we're not going to get a phone call and hang up and listen when somebody says Larry Porter should still be the coach. We're done with that. <laughs> yeah. It's shelved. It's over. Fuente has proven I think, he's going to end the season yeah. possibly on a four-game win streak. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. it could very well happen. It should happen. Three games, three games, three games with four wins, three game win yeah. streak on mm-hmm. a win streak, which is just a winning streak. It's just to have one for Memphis Tiger football. It's absurd. Oh my goodness. It's which absurd. I'm actually glad. By the way, I'm glad the Grizzlies lost. <laughs> I know it sounds bad on on Monday to the to the Denver Nuggets because nothing. I was so frustrated with this whole Grizzlies are on a 15 game home winning streak, mm-hmm. regular season home winning streak. Like it meant something. You got embarrassed twice in the playoffs to the Clippers. Yeah. You had no like win streak at home as far as I was concerned. So I'm glad they finally lost to Denver so we can get that out of the question. Because mm-hmm. it was it made sense technically. Yes, they were on a 15 game regular season home winning streak. Yep. But they lost two embarrassing games to the Clippers in that postseason. So don't be acting like they have been so great at home. 
with the stats. I mean, you you, oh, yeah. you agree with me on that one? Yeah, I mean, they lost it. At, you know, game one after I'm having a huge lead, and then game seven. I mean, at, you know, you can't. I'm lose fine that. with carrying over records to the next season. Yeah, but don't be carrying them over and and trying to sway them in such a biased way that oh yeah, the Grizzlies are doing so well. They were they were so lousy at home. It was uh, anyway. <laughs> so the Tigers you gotta find a, a reason. You gotta find something to hold on to. Well, they were on a. They're going for their franchise best win streak, and they they choked that away against the Nuggets. But the uh, but the Grizzlies obviously last night is the story uh, with Justin Timberlake. <coughs> yeah, uh, being in the house, dirty to pop, overshadowing um, a lot of that. Checkmentforsport.com. Hey, 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 full his, coverage of Justin Timberlake. His wife is hot. Jessica Biel? She's pretty hot. I still... Look, I think yeah, Jessica Biel is hot. hot. But I don't think she's hot when she shows up to the Grizzlies games. I didn't think she was that hot. I didn't get that close to her. Mm-hmm. But I don't think she. I don't think she's that hot when she's at the Grizzlies game. I mean, you know... That's my, my, my personal preference. I prefer 7th Heaven Jessica Biel over a FedEx Forum Jessica Biel. But a FedEx Forum Jessica Biel, you can actually see and touch. Well, you probably couldn't touch it. <laughs> Actually, I'm looking at a That'll pic- be a little creepy. I'm looking back at the him. pictures. We've got pictures of Justin and Jessica at MemphisSport.com. Uh, plenty of different angles and views because everybody was tweeting pictures. Maybe she is pretty hot. She's so pretty you're saying I'm allowed to go touch her? You can probably go try to shake her hand and say hi, <laughs> Miss. Get kicked out. Hi, Miss Bill Timberlake. I am Kevin Cerrito. And, I guess uh, she looks all right. Check me out. I have a scruffy beard because it's no shave November. I guess she's looking all right. Well, uh... What was going on with Justin last night? What was this deal? What do you mean? You know, he was he was just hanging out. He was just hanging out. He was hanging yeah. out, shooting around. And after after he was a shoot around early in the day, he owns the team. Yeah, sitting sitting in center court. Um, went to the Lexus Lounge after the game. It's just and hung out VIP area after the game where nobody could get to him. You know, was it last year that we had the Lakers game and um, it was Snoop that came, that showed up? Was that last year? I believe it were two seasons. Two removed seasons from removed the Snoop. From Snoop. Game. And so this year we had uh, Jace, Justin Timberlake at the Grizzlies Lakers game. So rooting for the Grizz, wearing his Grizz hat. What's the deal? You should know this. Maybe you can give us some scoop on this because we've got the the cameraman sitting in front of Justin mm-hmm. the whole time. Why couldn't he have moved? You, That's his spot. That's his spot. Why is his spot in the be- blocking the best seats in the house? Because this is is, is in center court. Um, he's sitting there getting low angle shots from each side, and the best place to be is in the middle. I mean, you know, you you want to give equal team fair and balanced uh, video, uh, you know, video skills. One of the highlights of Justin, of course, he was dancing with the Grizzlies grannies and grandpas uh, last night. Dirty to pop. <laughs> it was uh, it was fun. Was you know, fun. you know, at least. What did you think about the entertainment last night? Like for some reason, the form just seemed a little dead. It didn't. It didn't seem. It didn't have the same electricity for some reason. Probably because there were a few Laker fans in there who are from Memphis and didn't really want to cheer for the Grizzlies. But in the fourth quarter, like they always do, found themselves cheering for the hometown team. But uh, it just seemed it just seemed like the atmosphere should have been better. Or maybe or maybe it was because the Grizzlies got out to such a big lead early. You know, it was it was a little more comfortable cruising the rest of the way. Right, and it's. Maybe Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah, Thanksgiving. A lot of a lot of the regular season bit. ticket holders weren't at the game. They gave their tickets to other people who were trying to, you know, get into it. You know, I have to, that's that that could be it. Yeah. Well, let's turn our attention back now to the panic that is that is that is taken over the city. We will talk a lot more Grizzlies, uh, Lakers, Justin Timberlake throughout the show mm-hmm. uh, today. But the Tigers play at noon against Northern Iowa. Uh, CJ, I want you to get on this. I want you to tell us some. I want you guys, uh, Johnny, Radio, and CJ, fi- figure out. Tell us something about Northern Iowa. So look it up uh, before we go to commercial in this segment. Y'all give us some information, a scouting report, if you will, on Northern Iowa. I don't know much. About they shoot Northern the Iowa. three. <laughs> That's what you need to know. They so shoot the three. Are you you're implying that they are very white? <laughs> they're from. It's Northern Iowa, man. Come on. How? All right, it's Northern Iowa. I need to count also, CJ, how many white players on the team? Do they start all five whites? Memphis starts all all five Memphians, and then Northern Iowa starts all five white people. If so, Memphis should win today. That's all I'm saying. I'm trying to figure it out. I doubt they do. I doubt they got. I think they got some ballers. Think on of Northern Iowa. Iowa like a much like a much better Christian Brothers. And do you think the Tigers are going to win? 
absolutely not. There you go. There you go. You have, you have a point. You have a point. Christian Brothers are one of the best teams in Division Two, or at least that's how we've been spinning it, right, since that ball game. <laughs> Might as well. They have to have they have a legitimate reason to back it up. All right, so here's what we got to figure out this hour before the, the Tigers tip off. Are they, got are to they that out, good? We got to figure out. Is it time to push the panic button? Mm-hmm. Is it time to push the panic button? Is it time to push the panic button? Yeah. Everybody's panicking. You're saying already? I don't know yet. I don't know. You're down. You lose two games. Here's my biggest problem with the Tigers. They, the players that are that are the core right now, they're juniors, okay. and, they, and and they came in together. And those guys still play like they did as, as they played as freshmen. Where is the player development? I don't see. I don't see where these guys have been developed. That's that's a problem. Okay, and so you're blaming you're you're blaming Passner. This is a th- I mean this is. It's been a crazy. It's Thanksgiving weekend, right? Today's Saturday. It's still Thanksgiving weekend. I remember Thanksgiving Day, you know, and eating eating Thanksgiving dinner with the family, and the conversation comes up about Josh Pastner. And it's like this dude. I was like, Josh has got another year of he can do whatever. It doesn't matter. He, but um, he can because it's impossible. First of all, I think it's bad. It's bad. To, it's 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 not nice. Not nice. <laughs> It's not fair to criticize uh, Coach Pass for not getting a top 25 win because he never plays anybody in the top 25. <laughs> Maybe twice, two or three times a year he's going to have that opportunity. Uh, take so advantage. you got to take advantage of those opportunities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he hasn't played one yet. So if he would have beaten uh, <clears throat> DCU, of course, he would have advanced and had the opportunity to play Duke. But hmm. would have yeah. won that game. But no. he's always playing the best of the best when it comes down to playing some of these some of these teams. So I don't think it's fair because he doesn't play the top 25 teams enough. And he doesn't play NC2A tournament games enough because you only get, if you lose your first one every year, you got to wait a whole nother year before you play another one. Are you coming up with reasons? Are you coming up with like, more excuses for Josh Pastner? Two, no, I'm coming up with the two like <clears throat> biggest criticisms is he hasn't won an NC2A tournament game and he hasn't been a top 25 team. And I'm just saying he doesn't. you don't get the opportunity to do those two things very often. Mm-hmm. So you have to capitalize on those opportunities when you have them. But it's not like he's playing an NC2A tournament game uh, multiple times a season. Um, it's not like you can criticize Derek Dooley for not for beating an SEC team because he plays one every freaking week. You're going to have to beat one. But when you don't play top 25 teams that much, you don't play NC2A tournament games, you shouldn't criticize him for it. You, but they, they lost to VCU in Minnesota. I know. So we're back, I mean, I mean, back on track to where we are. It's, 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 it's kind of... Uh, <laughs> like, 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 like that argument doesn't even matter right now because the way they're playing, they're not going to beat a top fifty I'm, team. I'm just setting it up because that was the conversation at Thanksgiving dinner, right? Before the Tigers lost to VCU. Before, I mean, this is things, this is still people are still eating leftovers. Are, we're still eating leftovers from the meal that we were. Everybody in this town on Thanksgiving probably had this conversation come up at some point in Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and. They're still eating leftovers from that meal where the conversation was, can Josh win top 25? Can Josh uh, win an NC2A tournament game? And now it's gone all the way. We're still snacking on that same turkey right now, today, but the conversation has completely changed to, to, to is this team going to make the NC2A tournament? I mean, and, make, that's what people are panicking. We're going to decide, they'll, they'll make should the, you push the, the panic they'll, button They'll probably make the tournament because the team that they're playing is – Bad. I mean, I mean, I mean, the, the conference they play in is bad, so they'll probably win the conference USA tournament and make the NCAA tournament. But the Tigers, the players they have, are not good. I mean, the, Joe Jackson looks awful. I don't know. How how, does, oh, come on! He's one of the the most prolific scores in the history of uh, high school basketball in this town. It's high school, man. We're talking about college. We're not talking about a high school. We're talking about college. Oh, I, I know. Talking about college, man. I'm just saying you can't say Josh is not good. But I, when I saw you, at the, when I saw you We're talking about college, when I saw you at Federal Express Forum uh, last night, Marcus, uh-huh. I said the Tigers lost in part because of two White Station players, one on their team and one on the other team with Andre Hollins. Look, dude, Andre Hollins, uh, 41. That's big boy ball right there. That's big boy. Hey. We're going to take this team that has uh, two Memphis players on it, and we're going to be better than Memphis. And losing to a Kentucky coach. It's a double double whammy. Yeah. <laughs> a, a, a former Kentucky coach, a former SEC coach. It's just White Station. White Station, Germantown High School in the house, in the building, Minnesota. It was you, – you, you let a college kid put up 41 points. I mean, come on. 
it's hard to score forty. It's hard points. to win, though. It's hard to win games. It's hard. What? It's hard to win games. Winning no, is not. hard. That's what Josh says. It's hard to win games when what? What? It's hard to win games when what? It's just hard to win in college basketball. No, it's not that hard to win in college basketball when you have when you when you year in and year out have the best recruits. Is 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 it hard for Coach Cal to win college basketball games? Looks no, he, he makes always, it look he makes it look pretty easy, and he's getting the same kind of classes in that Josh Pastor's getting, and those teams are going well, in next totally year, different directions. You're looking a little bit in a, a little bit further under the future. These guys are juniors. Next year they're going to have great classes. They had a, these guys the, the class that are, that's playing right now. These guys were really highly touted coming in. You, Chris Crawford, I mean, Joe up, Jackson. It's the same story the past few years. With the same Black. coach with the same players. You're saying you're blaming the coach more than the players? Because I think Josh uh, has put together a, a fantastic assistant coaching staff with Damon, Damon Stoudemire and Aki Collins. All these guys now who are on this bench are fantastic. In college basketball, it is most of the time about the coaching. Because the coaches are the ones who develop the players. In the NBA... Players have to take some personal responsibility because they're grown men. They're adults. It's their job. They have to come in. They have to put in the work. In college, okay. your coach has to get you prepared on that's, the basketball court fair. for a game, has to develop player skills and player ability. You can't let his team oh, start off slow. I'm so tired of the Tiger basketball team starting off games slow. At what point do they stop starting slow? That doesn't make any sense. It's too many years into you can't, the Josh Pastor you think era starting to slow? continue to come out of games playing sluggish, not playing, not getting out on three-point shooters, not playing transition when that's the game you're supposed to play. It's too... It's too much bad too early in the season. And you can't say it's early in the season because guess what? The teams you're losing to, they're not looking like they it's early in the season. They're looking like they're trying to win games now. Not we're trying to warm up for Conference USA play. I mean, who warms okay. up for Conference when, USA when play? When I have slow starts in the morning, I just drink a lot of coffee. You think this is because Josh doesn't drink caffeine? You think that's a problem? I don't Does think he needs to start drinking caffeine and cussing? <laughs> no. No. No, you just no. I don't think that's no. All right. I'm just I'm throwing out suggestions. What I don't what know. Can what can he do? What can he do? What is Pastor doing wrong? We don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that's what you exactly what you're gonna say. He's doing, doing the team's not getting he, I he bitched Joe Jackson. Joe Jackson wasn't playing in the second half of that ball game. Dude, 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 something's got to change, but you can't. I mean, how many coaches you know change the starting lineup? How many coaches? How many times have you seen a, a box score that says this guy started the game but then played two minutes? That doesn't. That, how, how does that happen? Yeah. How, as a coach, do you make a decision when a kid is only two minutes of, of worth of play that he was good enough to start in that game, but nah, he's probably just not good enough to play in it. But he's good enough to start. This isn't senior night, Coach Cal. When he just starts all of his seniors anyway, just so they can see some court action. This is this is battle for Atlantis. This is early in the season. This isn't let's play a guy for two minutes just so we can roll him out there and say he started and then pitch him for the whole game. Like, like what did he do to that? Okay, I well, <laughs> look. So no, you can you can break down and and and. and Different little little things, but Joe Jackson's had this tr- trouble the last two games. He is, does not play very well in in Atlanta, apparently, because he played good the first two games before that. So I don't know. You got this whole you got this whole team. But uh, the competition wasn't the competition was awful. Competition was awful. It's, it's about the competition. And these Tigers don't play well in the competition. But I, I don't think you should be freaking out. I don't think necessarily we should be pushing the panic button. Maybe we should. We want to get your thoughts on it. Is it time to push the panic button or not for your University of Memphis Tigers? We're going to play Hang Up and Listen in just a few minutes at 360-8255. If you want to jump in now and get on hold, you can. We have open phone lines. 360-8255 for your alternate pregame show to the Memphis Tigers today. You can get in on hold. Uh, talk about whatever you want, whether you want to talk about uh, the Tigers or something else. But we do want to know if the Tigers should be pushing the panic button uh, or not right now because people are starting to panic. It is chaos. Uh, luckily for Memphians, uh, the Lakers uh, fell to the Grizzlies and Justin Timberlake was in town, and there's that distraction of the, of the grit 
and grind. If grit and grind, Marcus, is the slogan for your uh, Memphis Grizzlies, what is the slogan for your Memphis Tigers? Wait and see. Wait and see. Ah, <laughs> uh, we'll be good. We'll, grit and grind. We'll, we'll get it together. Wait and see. Just wait and see. Just wait and see. All right. We're not we're, we're not going to keep losing to teams like this all year long. Just wait and see. 360-8255 is the phone number. We're going to play Hang Up and Listen a little early this week because of the Tiger game. Uh, we'll be playing at 1130. We usually play it every week at high noon. Marcus, remind them of, of the rules while they uh, call in here. Uh, hang Up and Listen, the rules work a little bit like this. You call into the show, ask a question or make a statement or anything, and you want Kevin and myself to talk about it. Then when you're done, you end your call by saying, I'm going to hang up and listen. If you do not end your call with, I'm going to hang up and listen, you will not be able to answer your question or talk about what you call to talk about, and you will be automatically disqualified and won't be able to win any of our one wonderful prizes. Alright, there's other different ways you can get in touch with us um, as well on the program. You can uh, tweet us at Memphis Sport. We have personal pages. I'm at Zarito Marcus. is at Marcus underscore Hunter. That's on Twitter. We three throughout, tweet throughout the show and the week. You can find us on Facebook for Free Ticket Friday and other updates as well. Uh, you can send us a TXT at 67129. That's the Sports 56 text line 67129. If you're not a member, you got to text 56JOIN first to 67129. We'll read your tweets. But we want your thoughts on the Tigers. We're going to play Hang Up and Listen next. That's 360-8255. But before we go to break, let me tell you about Gould's Day Spa and Salon. It's a Memphis tradition for almost 80 years with 12 locations in the Memphis area from downtown in the Peabody to Olive Branch to Carterville and everywhere in between. Uh, there's that new one at Poplar Plaza. There's going to be a new one in Germantown on Exeter. And of course, the holidays are here. It doesn't get more official than the holidays arriving than Thanksgiving Day, and uh, so that means you've got to get a gift for your loved one. And don't wait. Don't wait and get the gift for your loved one. Just go ahead now. Get the Gould's gift card. It's perfect for any occasion, especially the holidays, uh, birthdays, anniversaries, thank yous, or I'm sorry gifts. Uh, Gould's is open uh, seven days a week with most locations open as late as 9 p.m. You can buy the gift cards online and they will send them to you. You can get your appointments. You can set your appointments up online and on Facebook as well. It's Gouldsalons.com. That's Gouldsalons.com. It is where I get my hair cut when I do get my hair cut. And uh, you should too. So don't, yeah, if you saw me on Channel 3 this week. You know he needs a haircut. You know I need a haircut and I need to go to Gould. So don't judge Gould's, Gould's based on that. Uh, we're going to take a, a, a short time out uh, and come back with Hang Up and Listen. But before we take that break, we do want to say a special shout-out to Justin and Jessica because we know they're out there listening. Uh, you're listening to MSL. Hey, y'all. On Sports 56 at 87.7 FM. Sports Time with George Lapidus. Weekday mornings at 8, only on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Up and coming. Off and running down Summer Avenue Welcome back to Memphis Sport Live. Here once again are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. GK was on the radio. Welcome back to Memphis' number three sports show. We're here with you every Saturday from 11 to 1. Thanks for making us a part of your Thanksgiving weekend. Of course, we're the first show to go live it's the chaos for Tiger basketball. We're about to take your phone calls during Hang Up and Listen. 360-8255 is the phone number if you want to uh, get in on that. We promise you some fun facts about the team today that the Tigers are playing. We, of course, are the alternate uh, pregame show, unofficial alternate pregame show for your Tigers who tip off at noon. What's going on with Northern Iowa, CJ? Tell us some stuff about these guys. All right, so last year they set the single-season record with 267 threes made. Whoa! What did I tell you? Whoa! They shoot the three. Yeah, they have five black players and 11 white players. <laughs> they Representing. Average, hey, I'm surprised there's five black people in Iowa. They average 71 points per game. And their leading scorer is sophomore guard Deion Mitchell at 13.6 points per game. All right. That's, that sounds tough, actually. Led the nation in three-pointer. And what do the Tigers not do well? Defend the three. Right. All right, 360-8255 if you want to get in. We're about to play Hang Up and Listen. The first caller who wants it this week on Hang Up and Listen gets $10 to Ease 24-Hour Cafe. Let's go eat at Ease. Ease got two locations in the Memphis area. The uh, original location at 1308 Union Avenue, right across from Methodist University Hospital. And their new locations at 4287 Summer Avenue. And coming soon is the one at Park in Mount Moriah. Right down Mount Moriah. We're high atop Mount Moriah. 
right down towards the bottom of Mount Moriah where it becomes Mendenhall uh, will be the new E's 24-hour cafe coming soon. They serve breakfast, lunch, and dinner 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Marcus right now is snacking on some E's. How is it, Marcus? It is delicious. You know, I don't know how they get so much flavor into this biscuit. They are delicious biscuits. But it's just pretty good. It's pretty good. Good good stuff. Almost every week we have uh, biscuits. Catered by Ease right here on the program. It's, it's they got breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It is delicious. Ease big breakfast. Uh, they went into a lot of the old CK's locations, so they're open 24 hours a day. If you're coming back from the Tiger game or a Grizzlies game late and you need something to eat, Ease is on your way home. So stop by Ease 24 hour cafe and uh, enjoy. Uh, just delicious. The steak burger, amazing. I love this. I love the. Oh my goodness, that burger was awesome. I'm waiting. Like I'm just the one. The next time we have to do an afternoon show. Mm-hmm. We're going to get some steak burgers up in here. Ease 24-Hour Cafe. Let's go eat at Ease. All right. Every week around this time we play, usually at high noon, but we're going to play a little earlier today. It's 1130. Let's play Hang Up and Listen. All right. 360-8255 is the phone number. You can talk about whatever you want. Tiger basketball, should they push the panic button or not? We will talk about that, of course, during the commercial break. Me and Marcus were arguing about the Egg Bowl because I told them months ago that Ole Miss would take it this year, and I got a feeling right here live on Sports 56 later today that the Rebels will take. You're wrong. Become bowl eligible Not gonna happen. Uh, today. But we'll, I know a lot of people want to talk about Tiger basketball, and we do have great prizes every week on Hang Up and Listen. And, CJ, if you can't tell the listeners what they can win today on Hang Up and Listen. Today's winner of Hang Up and Listen will receive their choice of a $25 gift card to Ghoul's Day Spa and Salon or two tickets to see your 2-2 two and two Memphis Tigers play Austin P. All right, there you go. Your 2-2 two and two Memphis Tigers. Hey, man. A pair of tickets to the Tigers or $25 goals doesn't get much better than that. Remind them of the rules one more time real quick, Marcus. Call into the show, ask a question, make a statement that you want Kevin and myself to talk about in your phone call with I'm going to hang up and listen. If you do not do that, that means in your phone call with I'm going to hang up and listen. We won't answer your question. And won't be able to talk about what you call to talk about. So make sure you end your phone call with I'm going to hang up and listen. All right, 360-8255 is the phone number. We do have a couple open phone lines. We're going to kick things off this week with Jay. Jay, you're on Hang Up and Listen on MSL. What's up, Jay? Jay. Jay. Hey, Jay, you there? Yes, I'm here. All right, what's up? You're on Hang Up and Listen on MSL. Yeah, guys, I uh, wanted your opinion, but I think um, the starting lineup needs to be DJ Adana, Shaq, Barber, and whoever else earns it. Um, I really don't feel like Joe and Cook can play together. Um, and the, um, at the same time in the backcourt, I think both of them have some deep, both of them have some defensive deficiencies. And um, it really hurts the team. And with that, I'm going to hang up the list. All right. Thank you, Jay. Talk of the town. You're not a big fan of Joe Jackson, Marcus. Oh, no, 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 not a fan no, of- no, 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 that's not true. I like Joe. Joe's a good guy. I think that Joe... You were mocking me when I was saying how great he was in high school. No, he's not great, no. He was in high school. That's his high school. It's like, like, I was good in high school. I don't know about that. <laughs> were you? You were, you were like, you were Joe Jackson. You were, I mean, I, I wasn't the king, the king of, I wasn't the king of Columbus or anything. You had the king of Columbus tattooed on his chest. I was the Knights of Columbus. Three six zero eighty two fifty five. We are your alternate pregame show. This is your first chance to talk about yeah. the chaos that is going on with your Memphis Tigers. I mean, do you think those guys can play on, on the court? I mean, what do you think about Joe? I mean, you think why do you think Joe Jackson is the right guy? Why do you think that he is the point guard? Because you know, so far he hasn't really played great. Well, no, that I means you're, you're right. But the, I mean, the best game, the, the best win that the Tigers have on their resume, this group of Tigers and Josh Pastner, is that win at UTEP. When they won that that champ, the conference USA championship at UTEP, when they weren't supposed to win, they got in the C2A tournament, and Joe Jackson was the man in that game. When Joe Jackson is the man, he is the best player on the court, and he's amazing, and he wins the game. So that's why I say that. But obviously, I mean, you, Antonio Barton has proven to be a lot more consistent. I, I, it's, it's, all, it's about consistency, man. It's about consistency. And it's but it's a tough situation for Josh Pastor to be in now because if you recruit Memphis players, you got to play them. It's our old buddy Ben and Arnold, John Calipari. The last thing he ever wanted was a Memphis player who didn't play. So because then you get you get 
it's it's bad on the player and it's bad on the coach. It's bad everywhere. The conversation. If you're a Memphis player on the Tigers and you don't play, just because you don't start doesn't mean you don't play. I mean, you're gonna bring Joe Jackson off the bench. Why not? I mean, if he's not, oh, just because he has a tattoo on him that says King of Memphis, and just because he was so heralded coming out of high school, and just because he played well against Utah, he's not playing well right now. He's not playing well in this tournament. If you had to bench him for the entire second half of a game, he's not playing well. Don't start him just to appease the people of Memphis. You got to start a guy because you feel like he gives you the best chance to win. Because at the end of the day, what matters? Winning. That's all that matters. And if you don't win, Nobody's going to say when Josh Pas- if, if Josh Passion loses this year and then continues to lose next year. Nobody's going to say on his way out, well, at least he played Joe Jackson. Right. Well, <laughs> some people will. 360-8255 is the phone number. You're right, some, we, we want to hear from you. We're going to go to Bruce. Bruce, you are on Hang Up and Listen on MSL. Yeah. Hey, guys. It is definitely time to panic. Uh, <laughs> this is a top 20 team, supposedly. We lost to two very mediocre teams. And I'm going to tell you something that I believe. I believe there's a total disconnect between the coach and the and the point guard, who's the most important person to be on track with, because he's the leader on the team, on the floor, and he's supposed to pass along whatever Josh tells him, okay? Now, with all that being said, I'm going to throw a monkey wrench into the whole thing, okay? And then I'll get to hang up and listen, but... How about going after Bruce Pearl? I'll hang up and listen. All right, that's how it's done. That's how I like. I think he likes that because his name is Bruce also. That is true. His name was Bruce. Maybe that was Bruce Pearl, you think? Maybe. He's looking for a job. Looking for a job. Uh, I love the idea of Bruce Pearl when when the job was open. Uh, you can't have a dirty coach, though, in Memphis. Not right now. 360-8255 is the phone number. You just had one of the most filthiest coaches in the league. What are you talking about? That's true, but Bruce See, got called. Bruce got called. Uh, it's an interesting monkey wrench, but this is where we are. I'm telling you, you go back to Thanksgiving dinner on Thursday. Nobody at your Thanksgiving dinner was saying, hey, uh, Tigers should go after Bruce Pearl. But two losses later, you lose Thanksgiving night. You lose to, to Minnesota. Panic is setting in, and we're trying to decide if we're going to push the panic button. We actually have a panic button. CJ, you've got a panic button over there, and we're ready to push it if we have to. We're ready to push this panic button if we have to. We have to, right, CJ? Do we have to? No, I mean, I don't know. We're trying to decide. I mean, you're going to be ready to push it if we need to. If we need to push it, I'll press it. I don't want to press it. I have to break the glass, and there's a whole lot of protocol I have to go through, but I don't want to do it. But if you're ready for it, we'll press it. All right. We will decide if we're going to press it, either press it or not press it. Before, hey. before the Tigers tip off today against Northern Iowa. We're gonna go, let's go. Let's keep moving. we got a lot of callers on hold, so we're going to go to Bill. Bill, you're on Hang Up and Listen on MSL. Yeah, they're doing fine. I mean, they lost a couple games. I mean, you know, that's no big big deal. Um, uh, the Memphis media tends to build University of Memphis up in basketball more than they should. Uh, like they're the greatest thing since sliced bread. They're top five every every year, no matter what they do, who the coach is or who the players are. That's the way the Memphis media does. And uh, that's, that's part of the issue. Uh, Josh has to figure a way out to uh, handle handle success as well as failure and uh and he's doing that he's got work to it and he's got a you know really good uh cast of characters players to work with and they'll do fine and see usa this year um and they'll come out in the big east and start next year and do fine too so they're not going to win the national championship i don't want Memphis fans want or Memphis media wants but they're not going to win the national championship anytime soon with the players they got so uh, with that being said, uh, you know, it's okay. So, um, I'm not a Memphis fan, but uh, uh, I think he's done a great job. He's a, he's a great promoter of Memphis and University of Memphis. And uh, uh, what else can you expect, you know? Uh, and one other thing, the Egg Bowl is coming up, and uh, I am an Ole Miss fan. And Dan Mullen's going down today and uh, going down to compete. So, uh in the Liberty Bowl, here we come. So the Rebels, six and five. Um, not where we want to be, but that's where we are this year. It's a great year. Be a Rebel. And uh, love your show. Bye-bye. All right. Thanks, Bill. That's an interesting way of, of saying – he did say hang up and listen at some point. Yeah. <laughs> in that phone call. And then he said bye-bye. Uh, 
There are open phone lines when you hear somebody hang up and listen. Uh, that means you can uh, dial us in and get a chance to win some of the great prizes. $25 of Goulds or the Tiger basketball tickets. What were you saying? I, I just disagree with Bill on about 85% of the stuff he said. Well, yeah. I mean, you are miss- you got your Mississippi State hat on. Yeah. It is a great day to be a rebel. I should have brought my cowbell in here. And there's nothing better. And we'll explain this in the, in the next hour. We're going <laughs> to get our, When we get to our SEC shout-outs, we'll talk a lot more uh, uh, college football. So stay tuned, uh, Bill. We will talk about the possibility of the Liberty Bowl and why everybody in Memphis should be cheering for Ole Miss today. Uh, for the local economy. But, you know, Bill says that, you know, the hype around the Tigers is the media's fault. The media, we're driving this hype train. It's, no. it's you, Marcus. Uh, no, it's not me. I didn't do anything. It's, it's, it, it's, it's these players, and when these players came in talking about winning national you're championships. You're fuel to the fire. No, when, no when, the, when, when this recruiting class came in, they were like winning championships. Winning, and they have not said anything less than winning championships. That's they, true. They, they have the talent. And it's, it's their own fault that they're not living up to the talent. Josh Pashner is... Sometimes I feel bad for him because he's a good guy. And he wants, his, but I don't think that he has been able to really get these guys motivated to play the kind of basketball he's trying to get them to play. And because of that, that's why they're losing. All right, we're, we're taking your phone calls. This is your first opportunity to talk about the chaos with Tiger basketball and should we push the panic button at high noon before tip off at, at in Atlantis? All right, we're gonna go to Cliff. Cliff, you're on Hang Up and Listen on MSO. Hey guys, I don't think it's the local media's fault. <clears throat> Listen, we're having these top ten recruiting classes every year. Expectations are going to be high, and Josh Pastner is who we thought we, he was. He's a great recruiter. He's a great face for the University of Memphis. Everybody loves him, but he's not a great coach. All right, he's not hard on these Memphis kids. You've got to be hard on the Memphis kids. I'm a product of the Memphis City School System, White Station. Go Spartans. But listen, he's just not being hard enough on them. And, I, you know, he's a great recruiter. He's going to continue to get these kids in. He's going to continue to be a great face. But, hey, listen, look at Coach Dooley. A lot of people felt bad because he was a good guy. But he wasn't winning. And like you said, winning stalls everything. And, again, it's not your fault. Well, you have high expectations when you bring in such good players, and he's bringing in great players. But what are you going to do? What are you going to do with that talent? Thanks for your time, guys. <laughs> All right, Cliff. Let's uh, just hang up and listen, Marcus. Remind everybody of how the rules work. All right, the rules for hang up and listen. Call into the show. Ask a question. Make a statement. Always in your phone call with, I'm going to hang up and listen. I like that call. That call could have been a winner. It's a, it's a classic radio phrase. Well, you you got to say hang up, call up and listen, hang up and listen in order to be eligible. One thing I want to remind everybody as we freak out and try to decide if we're pushing the panic button at noon today. Panic. John Calipari was not very good in his first couple years in Memphis. John Calipari didn't have top five recruiting classes coming off of a year where he had Dewan Wagner. He had the better player of all of all of these uh, Josh Passner teams. I'd rather have Wagner in college than anybody the Passers had so far. 360-8255, actually the phone lines are jam-packed right now. So do if you, you hear really, somebody hang up... Do you really mean that? From uh, the bottom of your you can heart? You hang up from the bottom of my heart. Okay. But you got to think, I mean, can 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 Coach Pastor learn how to coach, though? Isn't I, this a long-term investment? Like, he may be losing now. We know he's a great face for the franchise. He, and we... Yeah, for the, for the, the whole school, he's, a, he's the face of the university. The, he's a nice guy. Everybody likes him. He uh, can recruit. He can get the players in. So eventually, he's gonna start winning with these players. Can you not be patient? Is maybe patience the thing you need to have? And maybe that Coach Pastor's just not. This isn't the right group for him if, if for this, his coaching style. And maybe next year's group is. If this if this team does not have a good season, this could be Josh Pastor's last awesome recruiting class. Because you you don't think other coaches you don't think own. other coaches are gonna say why would yeah that guy's a good recruiter well, he's gonna but have look the at his team they he's don't gonna win. have the opportunity next year next year is gonna be a great class but by the time to prove himself next but year by if the you time, do want to run next year you can get a better recruiter but by the time signing signing day's already early signing period's already passed and by the time early signing period is passed you won't even know what these what next year's class is gonna be able to do on the basketball court all right let's keep it moving we're gonna go to Bob Bob you're on hanging up and listening on MSL so Bob. Yeah, I contend that the uh, car is in the ditch, but the motor's still running. Let's get it back on the road. When Joe Jackson plays to his potential, we're really tough to beat, and he's a good player. I, I just hope they get him straightened out because he is really important to our team. I'm through. He's through. We've got the, uh, the the most unique uh, ways of saying hang up and listen hey. today. We, and we mentioned that about Joe. Like I said, when Joe is great, he is great. Huh? He's when great. He's not chaos. I mean, it becomes 
chaos and it, and it, it, it creates drama among the fan base and, and on the team when you've got such a, a, a high profile Memphis recruit on the team like Joe Jack and you know he he I, I'm not, I, you know, obviously I'm not from Memphis but you know just the, the hype surrounding Joe Jackson yeah that's really obvious I can tell <laughs> the hype surrounding Joe Jackson made it seem like he was one of the biggest Memphis never, yeah. gets since since Penny. I mean, it was That's just... Austin Nichols it's going to turn out to be, probably. Yeah. <laughs> now we're, we're turning our attention to him. But. Exactly. But, I mean, I mean, at the time, you know, it was, it was like the fanfare, Joe Jackson, you know, and I'm not saying that Joe Jackson isn't a good player. He's got the celebrity that goes with yeah, him. Exactly. But you, have to, but you have to live up to the But it's unfortunate, you know, maybe, maybe there was too much hype too soon. Maybe. Ooh. Maybe there was too much excitement, too much fanfare around Joe Jackson too soon. All right, 360-8255. We do have an open phone line, but right now we're going to go to Larry. Larry, you're on Hang Up and Listen on MSL. Yes. Uh, I'm on? Yes, yes. Okay, yeah, I got I, I got three three things right quick. One, what kind of offense is, are the Tigers running? Is it man-to-man, zone, or motion, or what? Second, uh, it takes so long for them to get into their offense, so you think if, if they use screens, that, that will help in third to you? So they, uh, by them being a three-year, like Joe Jackson, Crawford, been there three years, do they look like they're improving to you? I'm, I'm going to hang up and listen. All right, all right, all right. Larry did it right. No, that, yeah, that is a good call, uh, Larry. 360 We're going to be playing hang up and listen for a, a few more, more minutes here. Great grand prize. Somebody's winning some Tiger basketball tickets or $25 to Google's. What do you think the winner is going to choose, Marcus? Uh, I don't think they can go wrong with either one. With the Tigers in disarray right now. I mean, I don't think they can go wrong with either one. Um, <laughs> I would take Goulds. I mean, I would. I mean, me, I would pick. Tiger Goulds, fans but. need a massage right now after this stressful couple of days. <laughs> to, to his point about you know, you know what? they should they should go to Goulds during a Tigers game and watch the Tigers game while they're getting a massage. That way, they can actually take watching the Tigers game. And say, you know what? We may be losing to a really bad team, but this right. massage feels awesome. <laughs> what kind of offense are the Tigers running? It's the Josh Pastner offense. Is what they call it. Yeah, it's the... Let's see if this works offense. Uh, yeah, 360-8255. What else was... Uh, what else was he... Uh, he, he was going... <laughs> Excuse you, Marcus. Excuse me. Uh, he was. I mean, there's a lot Leather. of people. The blame is. It seems to be going today to Josh Pastner and a little bit to Joe Jackson. Uh-huh. Um, I have. I'm surprised we've not got the phone call yet. Of DJ Steffen should have been starting the whole year, and he should have the ball in his hands at all do, times. Do you we haven't got that, that phone call yet. How about DJ Steffen is a senior, and he's not on the media guy. He's not on the front of the media guy. They have like new first year players. On the front of the media guy. This is the this is the and they don't, worst, ha- and they don't have DJ Steffens on the front of the media guy. This is guy. the worst. That's disrespectful. Uh, this That's disrespectful. The worst posters I've ever seen for the very Tiger disrespectful. The worst DJ Steffens in my opinion. All right, let's keep moving. We're gonna go to Greg. Greg, you are on. Hang up and listen on MSL. Hey, good afternoon, guys. What's up, Greg? Interesting show. Huh. Uh, quick question and a comment. Uh, the question is, what do you think is a better accomplishment? 100 points in a 60-minute NBA game or 123 points in a 40-minute college game? And Josh, give you a point guard. I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> All right, thank you. I think, I mean, if, even if you're anti-Joe Jackson, you can't be anti-Will Barton's brother, right? A. Barton can play. A. Barton can ball. Uh, I think he's a, a serviceable point guard. You change his name from A. Barton to A. Baller. 100 <laughs> points. <laughs> Is is that in an NBA game is definitely harder than in a college game? So in a college game, you can pick your opponent and you can pick them apart. Yeah, NBA, 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 they play defense, and in that college game, and you're they, playing against the best in the world. In yeah. college, you can play against some of the some of the worst in, in the world. You could be playing Northern Iowa. <laughs> you could, or you could be playing the Memphis Tigers. Woo-hoo! That is, I uh, do not support that statement, Marcus. <laughs> Dude, they give up threes, man. Everybody wants to get their phone calls in, so we're going to keep going. We just didn't hang up and listen a little bit longer. We've got four people on hold. We're going to get to all of you. Mayo, you're on Hang Up and Listen on MSL. Yes, how y'all fellas doing today? Doing all right. Uh, it's, it's the same script every year. They start out in the top 20. They lose to a couple of teams. They're out of the top 20. They make the excuse of, we get better in January. Yeah, because you're playing cupcake in the USA uh, Conference. Yeah, you're going to get better because you ain't playing nobody. The problem is Josh. He can't get this team to play together at all. He's the leader. He's the coach. These players have been playing together for five years. Joe Jackson, Crawford, and Black, they've been playing AAU ball together in high school. 
in college. He still ain't got these players to play against the team yet. And another excuse they be coming. It's early. It's early. It's early for BCU. It's early for Minnesota too. And all these games. It's early for everybody. But still, Miss come out slow every year. Get beat out of top twenty. Same old script again. Same old thing. I hang up and list. All right. All right. Thank you, Mayo. They do. It's the it's same. It's getting a little old. Yeah. <laughs> OJ, shout out to OJ calling. Yeah, it's the same old thing every year. SOS should be the uh, motto for the Tigers. If we're talking about grit and grind, yes. is the is the uh, slogan for the Grizzlies. SOS is the slogan for the Memphis Tigers. Same Save old ish. Three six zero eighty two fifty five is the oh, yeah. phone number. It's a family show. We're going to Charles. Charles, you're gonna hang up and listen on MSO. Hey, what's up, guys? What's up, what's up Charles? Hey, I'm, uh, I've got a couple things to say. One, uh, if you watched the uh, Kentucky game the other night against Long Island, uh, they had some guys that you have never heard of. I think we need to do more recruiting outside of Memphis, even though I know the Memphis want, the fans want to get all the local guys. Some of these guys are overrated, man. They're overrated. And so I think we go get better guys along with a better coach. We'll be all right. I'm going to hang up and listen. All right, good. Yeah, all right, good call, Charles. I mean, obviously, you do need to get some people who are outside of Memphis. I think you can't blame it all on the fact that they're from Memphis because look at what happened. It was Andre Hollins in this game in Minnesota in the Bahamas. You travel all the way to the Bahamas to get beat down look, look, by dude. a white, white Station High School graduate. Look, dude. I mean, you can get good ballers in Memphis. Their head coach is Tubby Smith. Tubby, Tubby, Tubby knows how to develop players. He just does. That's what he. That's what he does. He's a. He's, Tubby Smith is a really good basketball coach. That's right, we, how. That's how. Men, I do. I knew Minnesota was probably going to win that game I mean, because I, I knew the coaching it. matchup would be awful. I knew that Tubby Smith was a much yeah. better coach. It's just. I mean, and, and, and as far as like the, the the recruiting of Memphis players, Memphis players. Do you think that Memphis players could be overrated? Because if you go to Memphis high school basketball games, there's one thing that they don't do. They don't play defense. And so it allows for very inflated offensive numbers. Are you trying to tell me Austin Nichols is overrated? Austin, no. Austin Nichols has been coached up to be a really good basketball player. Hopefully so. Uh, uh, <laughs> 360-8255. Actually, I mean, done, I'm done saying the number because we can't take any more calls. We have two more people on hold. We're going to go to both of you guys. Larry, uh, you're on Hang Up and Listen on MSO. Okay, uh, Mom. Yeah, you can go, go ahead, Larry. Okay, okay, yes. Uh, it's, it's, I'm asking all the questions. Do y'all think that the players are improving on the passer? And that defense they playing is awful. And I'm, I'm, I'm gonna hang up and listen. All right, short and sweet. That's point. A good, yeah, I mean, it gets a good point of the improvement. I, with Tiger football this year, we're seeing improvement under uh, Fuente. We're, I'm not. <clears throat> nobody's declining in improvement uh, with Tiger basketball. They're just being the same. I think it's SOS. SOS. You know, here's my thing about... um Every you know, year, same thing. And I just thought it's about It's like this. hangover one and two every year. You you you, you talked about Pastor Spy. He has a recruiting class coming in next year. He's saved for a new year. you got to remember, Memphis has a new athletic director. That, that You know, this is a new guy. This, not safe, yeah. This, this is a new athletics director. If, if, if he can't win with the talent... Okay, what, what if the Tigers don't make the tournament? What if this team, this year's Tigers team, is an NIT team? You are you want to push the panic button? The panic button should be pushed. I it think is, it might be. We're gonna take our last you know, caller, see what Henry Henry has to say. Henry, you're on hang up, listen to myself. Yeah, hey guys. Hey, uh, am I on? Yeah. Okay. There's one thing that uh, that has me concerned. One is team. We're not playing as a team. We're not playing hard, aggressive ball. VCU. Uh, played the kind of defense Memphis has mm-hmm. better talent and can play. That's the kind of game we ought to be playing. Now, as far as Memphis players, Memphians don't care where they come from. As long as we're winning and we've got quality players, we've got quality talent in Memphis. That's why everybody in the country comes and recruits Memphis players. So, let's allay those fears and talk about Memphis. We don't care uh, whether that guy plays. If he's not playing up the, up the snuff, then he needs to ride the bench, and Jackson should be riding the bench. The best point guard we have is Antonio from day one. He ain't from Memphis. I know he's not from Memphis. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. He's the best player. He ought to be starting as a point guard. 
then I'll put Jackson as a two-guard. The other player that is not living up to potential, that's not playing 100% all the time, is Black. His head is not always in the game. The freshman that you just got in there, Shaq, ought to be starting in his position. And he is not from Memphis. So we need to, the coach needs to just come out and just play these boys uh, up to their potential and and use them uh, to their best advantage. And I'll hang up and listen. All right, all right, thanks, uh, thanks, Henry. Yeah, too bad for Memphis fans that Antonio Barton is not from Memphis because then he'd be playing more, maybe, you know? And how, and that, how, could, that could work out. And how lame is that? All right, we've got to decide right now. The Tigers are about to tip off against Northern Iowa. That's it for Hang Up and Listen. We're going to decide the winner over the commercial break. CJ is about to update you with all the early scores on the last college fo- official college football Saturday of the season. It's about but, so uh, fast. We can, all right, we can cut off the Hang Up and, hang up and Listen and uh, we've got to decide, Marcus. Panic button. I know. I know what side you're on. I know your vote is that we got to push this panic button. We got to know before we do it. You think push it? I think the panic button needs to be pushed because it's a big responsibility. Because this is these guys are juniors. This is not a class of, so, of freshmen and sophomore. This is a class of juniors. They've been together long enough. They shouldn't be losing to teams like VCU and Minnesota. And not only should they not be losing these games, they shouldn't be losing in the fashion they are losing them. They're getting blown out. All right, uh, Johnny Radio, what are your thoughts? Do you think we should push this panic button or not? I think we got to push it. He says we got to push losses. it. C- two losses. Two and two. CJ, is it time to push the panic button for Tiger Tiger basketball? No, it's just two games. And all the nope. paperwork I got I to gotta press and all the paperwork I got to fill out and everything for pushing this panic button. It's too much of a hassle. And I say push it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> just to make you do the paperwork. Look, man. <laughs> Three, uh, we, you're okay, we had a three, three to, one. to one vote that it is time to push the panic button. Can we push the button? All right, the panic button has been pushed. Yeah. Today was not a good day for the Memphis Tigers. Today could the be a good day. The panic button got they pushed. Might, they might win. We're going to take a quick timeout. Your scores are next. You'll send MSL on Sports 86 and 87.7 yes, FM. The voice of the fan. Sports 56 WHBQ Memphis. Fan 87.7 FM WPGFLP Memphis. A Flynn Broadcasting Station.